Tumor Talks, a podcast about clinical cases in oncology, and we are your hosts. I'm Dr. Kathy Marshall, a medical oncologist. I'm Dr. Beatrice Wills, a medical oncologist and hematologist. And I'm Dr. Jonah Amata, an internal medicine resident physician. Hi, everyone. Today, we have a special guest, Beatrice Wills, um, and we're doing a Tumor Talks Basics on Diffuse Large B-Cell Lymphoma. Beatrice, thanks for being here with me today. Hey, Kathy. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to start out with the basic epidemiology. Can you tell me about that for Diffuse Large B-Cell Lymphoma? Sure. So diffuse large B-cell lymphoma or DLBCL is the most common histologic subtype of non-Hodgkin lymphoma. It accounts for about 25% cases of non-Hodgkin lymphoma. In the U.S., there's approximately seven cases per 100,000 persons per year. And um, incidence varies by ethnicity. This is a cancer that's actually more common in white Americans compared to other ethnicities. And like most other non-Hodgkin lymphomas, there's also a male predominance, um, like approximately 55 to 60% of cases actually occur in men. And then in terms of age, the median age of presentation is around 65 years um, of age. And how is it diagnosed? So, um, you know, patients typically present with rapidly enlarging symptomatic mass. There's almost always nodal enlargement and lymph nodes can actually be present either in the neck or abdomen or in the case of, for example, mediastinal large B-cell lymphoma, the mediastinum can be compromised. Um, Extranodal involvement is also common in patients, especially in patients with limited stage. Um, And in those cases, the GI tract, the stomach might also be present. But, you know, one of the things that I really like about um, lymphoma is that it's like internal medicine. It can basically affect virtually any, any tissue. And so patients can be quite sick. Um, we spoke about this in on Hodgkin lymphoma um, episode, but patients can also have the, the so-called B symptoms, the fever, weight loss, drenching, night sweats, which are approximately present in about 30% of cases. And then one um, also some uh, unimportant point is that since DLBCL is an aggressive lymphoma, it can also present with a locally invasive, rapidly evolving symptoms such as compressive vessels, for example, superior vena cava syndrome, or airway compression, or even destruction of the bone leading to cord compression, where we really need to act quickly and uh, these patients reserved urgent attention. And then lastly, I just also want to mention that neurologic findings, the red flag symptoms of headaches, or cranial neuropathy, et cetera, are also um, should prompt um, evaluation for central nervous system involvement. And what's the initial workup and in the imaging that you would use for diagnosis if you had a patient who you suspected might have diffuse large B-cell lymphoma? Okay, so in terms of blood work, uh, we usually obtain a, a CBC with differential count, serum chemistries, com- um, including electrolytes, kidney, liver function test, LDH, uric acid, calcium, phosphorus. Hep- uh, hepatitis B surface antigen and core antibody are important because chemoimmunotherapy, which uh, we'll hear about for first-line therapy in DLBCL, can increase the risk of hepatitis B reactivation. And then we also obtain hepatitis C and HIV. Testing should also be performed. In terms of um, imaging, uh, so imaging is required for staging. The preferred modality is whole-body PET-CT. 
and in terms of other imaging modalities that are needed, um, echocardiogram is essential since we use anthracycline-based therapies and we need to determine if patients are eligible based on their left ventricular ejection fraction. And then I also mentioned uh, CNS involvement. So for those patients who we suspect CNS involvement on MRI with contrast is important as well as CNS uh, evaluation via lumbar puncture with flow and, and cytology. And how do you stage this disease? So, yeah, so staging of the LBCL is based on Lugano modification of the Ann Arbor. Um, and so it basically is divided into limited, where the, there's stage one and stage two. Stage one or limited stage one is one node or a group of adjacent nodes. Stage two, which is again limited, is two or more nodal groups on the same side of the diagram. And then you have advanced stage, either three or four. And stage three nodes are, are you have lymphadenopathy on both sides of the diaphragm. And then stage four, there's an additional either extra nodal involvement or non-contagious extra lymphatic involvement. So if you got a biopsy first, do you do you need an excisional biopsy like you do in Hodgkin's lymphoma? And then yeah. what would be the typical pathology findings? Yeah, yeah. In lymphoma, we always prefer an excisional biopsy really to assess the architecture of the lymph node. Um, but, you know, something that's also important, even if I don't have an excisional biopsy, I mean, uh, interventional radiology core lymph node biopsies are also helpful, where sometimes patients can actually present with, um, for example, either CNS involvement only, and in that case, obviously, an excisional biopsy is not um, uh, accessible, or, for example, a pleural effusion in where cytology and flow cytometry are needed. And then in terms of the pathology, it's, the LBCL is very heterogeneous, but basically what you see on the microscope are large transformed B cells with very large or predominant nuclei. And the, um, the cytoplasm is usually basophilic and there's a classic diffuse growth pattern with a high proliferation fraction. Um, immunophenotype is actually really important. Um, and so this is a B-cell lymphoma, right? So immunophenotype is either assessed by immunohistochemistry, IHC or flow cytometry, and where you would see an expression of pan-B-cell antigens. The B-cell antigens are CD19, 2022, and 79A, as well as CD45. That's the most common immunophenotype of DLBCL. And what about molecular testing or any relevant biomarkers? Yeah, absolutely. So all, all cases of DLBCL should really undergo testing to determine the cell of origin. Gene expression profile is really the gold standard of determining the cell of origin. This is important because it gives us a prognostic information. However, the gene expression profile is not always available. And so we rely on immunohistochemistry algorithms. The most common that we use is called the HANS algorithm. And so there's different classifications based on the cell of origin, either germinal center B cell or GCB. In this case, those are really resemble the normal germinal center B cell. And they can also have a translocation 1418, which is common in follicular lymphoma. And that suggests perhaps a transformation from an indolent lymphoma. And then the other subtype besides the GCB is the activated B, um, B cell type or ABC. In this case, is resemble an activated B cell. And they can have, um, uh, you know, 
trisomy 3 are common or other genetic findings such as um, constitutive activation of the anti-apoptotic nuclear factor NF-kappa-beta are, are very common. And they're actually associated with worse um, prognosis or more resistant to first-line therapy compared to germinal center B cell. One last thing that I want to mention in terms of the um, molecular is um, the there there's a, a specific subtype of DLBCL, which actually the WHO or World Health Organization classification changed it. It's now actually double hit lymphoma is now reclassified as high grade B cell lymphoma, and double hit lymphoma is basically used colloquially to refer uh, to refer to um, cases where there's a translocation of the meek gene together with either rearrangement of BCL two and BCL six. And again, these actually pertain a worse prognosis. And if you have a patient that was just diagnosed um, with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma, who are they usually referred to and what are the specialties involved in the care of patients with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma? Um, we like to discuss the LBCL uh, patients in a multidisciplinary tumor board where medical oncology, hematology, radiology, pathology are involved, and then certainly radiation oncology should be consulted for patients who present with either bulky disease or have local con or who need local control disease, like we mentioned, for example, patients presenting with spinal compression or nerve root compression. Well, thank you so much for this overview of diffuse large B-cell lymphoma, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks, Kathy. <sighs> So to recap, DLBCL is the most common histologic subtype of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma accounting for 25% of its cases. It is the most common in white Americans compared to other ethnicities or the myth predominance. Patients usually present with a rapidly enlarging symptomatic mass and extra nerve involvement is common, especially in limited stage. Workup usually includes a CBC with death chemistries, LDH-deric acid, calcium, and phosphorus. We usually add on hep B and core antibody studies for considerations for treatment. Notably, one must undergo an excisional or core needle biopsy to assess the architecture of the disease. We usually stage with a whole body PET CT plus or minus an MRI brain with contrast for those with neurological symptoms. We staged patients via the Lugano system, which is now more common in the Ann Arbor staging system. We usually see heterogeneous findings on PATH with large transparent B cells with large nuclei. For molecular studies, we usually get an IHC flow and gene expression profile as profile is the gold standard to determine the cell of origin. Important referrals include medical oncology, pathology, radiology, and radiation oncology. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Tumor Talks. See you next time. Tumor Talks is an independent podcast that does not represent the institutional views or opinions of our employers, Johns Hopkins Hospital, Memorial Sloan Kettering, or that of our guests. This podcast is created for medical education and should not be counted as medical advice. A special thanks to Primo for recording and composing our background music.